Welcome to Global Outreach Community Church, where we proclaim and demonstrate the love of God through Christ. Now, from the Overlook, located in Atascacita, Texas, here is today's message. This is from a woman who understood her divine assignment. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through one through eight, which we did the last two, but we're just going to go through them real quick real quick to bring you up to speed and give you just a brief cursory view of what we've been talking about. So, so Brandon, we're going to move through these real quick. So just, you know, if you can keep up with me, we're just going to, we're going to go through one through, I believe, eight, and then we'll dig into nine. So lessons from a woman. Number one, number one, I always say this, either take notes <laughs> or listen to the podcast. But either way, this is good stuff. So I really want you to, it, it, it's been blessing me. Number one, your divine assignment may interrupt and interfere with previous commitments and relationships. Lessons from a woman who understood her divine assignment. Now, what is the key scripture? The key scripture is Matthew 1, 18 through 25, and Luke 1, 34 through 38. So let's read this real quick. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. It says. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, so I want you to understand something. Mary gets pregnant, and I'm sure Joseph was like, yeah, by the Holy Spirit. You know, he, he's air quoting this back in the day. He's thinking, you know what? I could stone her right now and have all the town do it, but I'm not. I'm just going to divorce her quietly. So he was still already, you could tell he was deeply in love with Mary because he could have went the route of that law back in the day. But he said, I'm going to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because who is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. Assignment. Assignment. I want you to understand something. Joseph could have divorced her, stoned her, but it says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord came. So I want you to understand something about Joseph, man of honor. And this is what is, this is what got me. The angel of the Lord didn't come to Joseph and then he considered not divorcing her and not stoning her. He did it before, which shows something about the honor of a man who when his woman messes up, he still was covering her. So I want you to understand this, males, fellas, brothers, husbands. Sometimes your wife, just like us, but your wife is going, you're going to think she's sometimes crazy. And you're still supposed to cover her. Now, my wife knows I'm crazy. She's the same one in the family. And my job... <laughs> is to cover her. And as a wife, your job is to cover your husband, even when he's acting a fool, right? So I want you to understand this. 
All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. So if Mary hadn't have accepted her assignment, Joseph couldn't have accepted his assignment, and Jesus would not have been able to perform his assignment, which is what? Be our Savior. So it's a ripple effect. I want you to understand this. Computers, I love them. I love them. They clicking off. I got facial recognition and, you know, here, hold on. All right, so let's go while this is turning back on. You can go to the next one. Go to the next one. And by God for your assignment, even though you don't believe he can accomplish it through you. Even though you, believe, you don't believe he can accomplish it, God is going to perform the work. He's going to perform the work. So this is good stuff. Number three, your assignment is generational. So it's meant to impact generations. Your kids are looking at you. Or you're a teacher, that student that you're ministering to. Yeah, a lot of you think you're teaching, but you really are ministering because you don't know the power of you nurturing that child or pushing that child or prodding that child. That child could become the next president or the CEO of a company that is then impacting other families and other generations. So the ripple effect, you don't know where it's gonna go, but you have to understand that your assignment is generational, especially you teachers. I wish that you were the highest paid profession in the land. Counselors, I wish you were the highest paid profession in the land. Social workers, I wish you were the highest profession in the land. I believe that any ministry, notice I'm saying ministry, even when you're a teacher in the public school system, you are ministering when you really understand your assignment. I think any, any function that is touching children, impacting children, should be a very high-paid profession. Why? Because you have to deal with so much. So I honor each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. Let's go to number four. Your assignment will always require God's involvement. Plain and simple. I don't think we need to touch on that one anymore. If your assignment doesn't require his involvement, then it's not a generational assignment. It's not a real assignment. It's not a divine assignment. It's not meant to impact generations. Number five, you will need the right people in your life to complete your assignment. I'll tell you what, <laughs> if you don't have the right people in your, in your life to help you complete your assignment, you will fail miserably. And you will be miserable while you're trying to do it. So get the right people in your life. You know that there's some people in your life that you need to get rid of. Family included. I'm not even gonna look around because I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Number six, move to the right environment in order to complete your assignment. Sometimes you just gotta move. I had to move all the way from Albuquerque to North Carolina because if I hadn't, I wouldn't be here today. Why? I was wayward. I liked Back in the day, I, like, I, I love one woman now, but I liked a lot of women back then, and it was causing me to flunk out of college. I went to school on a full-ride scholarship. I had so much money in scholarships that I was able to stay on campus even though the university was right down the street. I was blowing money, I was stupid. And I knew after I failed the second year and had found favor, but even in the second year, I couldn't get my grades together. I realized that if I did not make the move, I was not going to survive and make it to the next round. I was going to end up dead. I knew it. Or with some disease, or with about five or six children. Either way. 
Something's gonna happen and I wasn't gonna be able to do what I needed to do. Number seven, you must believe that it is possible for you to accomplish the assignment. Luke 138, then Mary said, behold, I am the servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Sometimes you can't believe yourself. You have to rely on the word of God. That's it. You must believe that it's possible. So Mary goes from doubting to, well, God, you know what? I don't understand this. This is miraculous. You're telling me that I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit. But you know what? If this is what it means to accomplish the assignment, then so be it, according to your word. Next one. Number eight, act immediately once the assignment is given. Ooh. What do they say? Paralysis by analysis. They say that procrastinating is a sin. I don't, I don't know where it says that in the Bible, but I just know procrastinating ain't good. <laughs> it's not good. It's just not. We all know it isn't. Act immediately once the assignment is given. Not just at the beginning, but through the process. It's not easy all the time. This doesn't mean be hasty in your decision making either. It just means making a decision. So how many of you understand this? Not making a decision is still a decision in and of itself. That you can be parked in neutral, but you're still in a state of unrest. So my point is, is that you have to act immediately when it comes to your divine assignment. Now, let's get into the next set of patterns and habits that we must have in order to operate in our divine assignment. Number nine, your assignment adds value to the world. I need y'all to understand this. Whether you're touching one or a hundred, it is critical for you to understand the importance that your assignment adds value to the world. I, I still remember my high school counselor. Her name was Miss Hanks. Miss Hanks would wear these really nice corporate style dresses and suits every day. And I used to love Miss Hanks because she would say, Marcus, how are you doing? Every time I'd go into school, Marcus, how are you doing? She'd call me out of class if she saw me slipping. Her assignment. I don't know how many kids she touched, but I know that she touched me because I still remember to this day. She's the one who actually told me about North Carolina A&T. I wouldn't have met Brandon if it wasn't for Aggie Pride through this church. So my, my, my point is, is that her impact was so valuable to me. Now she had her own kids, she had a husband, she had her own family, but her divine assignment, one of them was me. And my point is, I don't care if you think it's one or a million, your assignment is important. So this is the thing. At some point, your assignment will be private, but it's public impact, all right? Your assignment, it may be a private announcement, but it's a public impact. It may seem small, but God is going to do big things. Number 10, know that your purpose is for the benefit of others. If your vision only profits you, it's not a God. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. That's called private ambition. There's nothing wrong with having a big house, a nice car, or whatever you would like to do. There's nothing wrong with, I want a boat one day. I don't want a yacht, I just want a boat. 
so I'd go fishing. I would like a Porsche. All that's private ambition. Private ambition. Nothing wrong with that. But your divine assignment, it's going to impact people. So if you do want a billion dollars or a million dollars in the bank, it should be to help further the ministry at some point, somewhere. First things first, please note, again, there's nothing wrong with private ambition, but too much private ambition leads to a selfish life. And we all know with the string of suicides of some people that are very wealthy, money is not the answer. Ladies, I'm sure some of y'all might have some Kate Spade on in your purse, or it is your purse, or you're wearing it. Money ain't the answer. It's not. Some of you who like food and love Anthony Bourdain, very wealthy, gone. Money's not the answer. Know that your purpose is for the benefit of others. So I will tell you, I was just talking to, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they, they, they are so excited about the home they're building. And it's a, I know what it is. We heard Pastor Eric talk about it last week, one of his board members. He's happy about the house that he is building because he's gonna be able to have other ministries and other connect groups in his own home. My point is, is that you want the home, that's fine, but how is it gonna help advance the kingdom, right? So I want you to remember that. Stay in the right environment until your vision is ready to be birthed. That's number 11. Mary stayed with Elizabeth until she was, she was too big to hide her pregnancy. Too big. So I want you to understand the backdrop of this. All right, so let's do a, just a really quick history lesson. From an archeological study, the town that Mary was in, Mary grew up in a peer family, meaning there wasn't a whole lot of drama. Joseph grew up in a peer family, not a whole lot of drama, and then she gets pregnant. Now, Mary wasn't in the city of Houston, which has like six, seven million people or four million people. Mary was in a town where the whole community was 11 houses in one street. So when Mary got pregnant, everybody knew. I know, I know Joseph. No, Joseph was like, I know his boys were like, dude, man, stoner. I don't know. I think it's, you know, I think it was Joaquin down the street, man. I think he knocked her up. I saw the way he was looking at her. And guess what? I think we're gonna do it. I think we're gonna do it. Let's let's get her, man. Let's get her. You got you had you had all the people yapping. Small community. It means everyone knew. So Mary took, Mary went to Elizabeth, and here's the thing. She went to somebody who knew what she was going through because Elizabeth, she, she hadn't gotten impregnated by the Holy Spirit, but Elizabeth, in another way, her pregnancy was a little odd. Elizabeth was old. Elizabeth was old. So you don't think people were talking about Elizabeth? Oh yeah, they were. Just, they were. <laughs> This woman is oh what what they didn't have you know they didn't have all these things you know in vitro and all this other stuff and 
they will probably wonder, well, how did this happen? Miracle birth as well. So Mary had to go to somebody that knew what she was going through and understood her assignment. Because Elizabeth, when they met up, their babies leaped. That means that you gotta get with somebody who understands your vision. And you cannot accept anything less. Here is the point. She had to hide with Elizabeth for six months. Six months, Elvin. Six months. She grew her dream, her assignment, while she was in the presence of someone who didn't attack her. So while you're getting steam, while you're building your dream, while you're getting your confidence, you need to be with somebody who won't attack you, who believes in your dream, who won't criticize you, and won't say you're a disgrace. Divine assignment. These are the steps. You've got to be around people that understand your assignment and are for you. Not, and I'm just telling you, there's a lot of people who you think are friends, but behind their back, you're telling them all your secrets and they're praying against them. They're just steadily unraveling them. And you need to be careful. Mary, because she was in an environment of safety, but outside of her comfort zone, right? She had never been pregnant. She, she had to go away from her hometown. Young girl, she stayed with Elizabeth until she was ready to go back home. She stayed there until her confidence was convincing. Till, see, because Mary, I'm, I'm, she said, you know what, Lord, I got you. I got it, I accept the assignment, but you don't think she was still feeling uncomfortable? So she stayed with Elizabeth until her confidence was convincing. Not to y'all. Not to Joaquin and his boys. You know, not, 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 to, not to the family. Not to her hometown. But until she was convinced in herself that, you know what, I can be out in public and I ain't afraid of y'all. I'm looking at y'all. So when you are ready for your assignment, when you're ready to go forth, when you're ready to start the vacuum cleaning and the pressure washing and the steam cleaning, Lorenzo, you ain't afraid because you're ready. You've done your research. A lot of people don't know this. Lorenzo is masterful at logistics. But when Lorenzo was ready to start his business, he did his research so that when he was ready to tell the world about his divine assignment, he could do it and not even, he wasn't worried. He wasn't worried about people saying, man, Doc, Man, that ain't gonna work. Everybody's doing carpet steam cleaning. You ain't gonna make no money. He had already done the, the analysis. So the point is, when you are in a cylinder, when you're in that cone of safety with people that believe in your dream, you're getting yourself ready not to worry about them, but so you have the confidence, all right? So you must stay in the right environment until, you're, until you understand your assignment so well that when people talk about your assignment, you don't care. They can gossip, they can do whatever, and it doesn't shake you because you have unshakable resolve. I'm gonna tell you, you don't think Mary thought about saying, you know what, Lord, I want to give up this child. This is too much, it's outside of my comfort zone, I don't like it. The very people that attack you are the same ones that your assignment will deliver. I want y'all to understand that. I want y'all to understand that. Some of y'all are praying for more money, and I'm not gonna lie, I heard this TD Jakes. Some of y'all are praying for more money. You need to be praying 
that God gives you multiple businesses because you're an answer. You have the answer to somebody's problem. What your divine assignment is, what your passion is, it solves a problem for somebody else and they'll pay you for it. I agree too. I agree too, Lil Sweeney. I agree with that too, amen. Number 12, if you have a big dream, you can't keep company with small dreamers. You need to be around people that want to blow up your dream to, to, to proportions you didn't even think of. I want Selvin to be on YouTube. I'm tired of looking at barbers on YouTube that don't have half the charisma that Selvin has talking about man wigs. I might go to Selvin to get mine, because Major is constantly asking me, Dad, I want you to grow your hair back. Son, it's genetic, it ain't happening. I'm sorry, son. Then you have my wife, babe. She's forwarding me stuff with man wigs and man, I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But if Selvin maybe gets on YouTube with his charisma, maybe he can, he can, he can change my mind. But my point is, even with Selvin, I'm believing for him to have multiple barber shops. That's what real people, that's what real friends do. I haven't known Selvin outside of the year we've been here in this church, but because I understand that all ships rise, when, when the tide comes in, all ships rise. I want him to be better. I want more for him. I want more for Lorenzo. You know why? Because we're steadily invading the enemy's camp. He's steadily because he's a guy that goes to church. Them kids, he's cutting their hair. They don't even realize they're being cut by an anointed man. They're blessed when he's cutting their hair. My point is, is that, Cheryl, I'm so glad you're at Chase now, but you still left your imprint at Amogen. You left that. I'm so glad when people are getting promoted. I'm so glad when people are starting businesses. But you gotta be around people that want more for you than you even want for yourself. I'm telling you, get away from these haters. Get away from small-minded thinking. Mary is ready to deliver her, her assignment, but no one had room for her. That's, that's slide number 16. Number 13, many will not have room for your assignment. Ooh, that means, I want you to think about it, metaphorically, but in reality, Mary is ready to deliver her assignment, Jesus. She's ready to deliver her assignment, but no one had room at the end. I wonder that that guy who turned away Mary and then later on found out that she had the savior of the world in her belly, I wonder how foolish he felt. I want you to understand, there are gonna be people, their little minds can't conceive your big dream and your big assignment. Your environment will convince you Mary had to stay with Elizabeth. Your environment will support you Mary was with Elizabeth, and your environment will believe in you. So I'm just telling you, parents, I saw a video of the Williams sisters' father, Venus and Serena Williams' father, and he was maniacal about not placing them in environments that killed their confidence. He raised those kids with supreme confidence, supreme confidence. Venus Williams, 14 years old, the reporter asked her, he asked Serena, I'm sorry, Venus, he asked Venus, Venus, do you think you're gonna win this match? 
Venus, this beautiful 14-year-old girl smile takes over her face and she says, yes, I'm gonna win. It wasn't arrogance, it was supreme confidence. The, the, the reporter, the, the, the interviewer, he, he says again, well, why? Why do, you, why do you think you're gonna win? I'm just gonna win. About the third time, you hear Mr. Williams in the background. Now, they on national TV, you hear Mr. Williams was, hey, hey, hey. Now, she told you she was gonna win. Why do you keep asking her? You're messing with her confidence. And what he was saying is, I raised her to be confident in what she believes she can attain. So my point is, is that you've gotta be careful who you allow your kids to be entertained by. Oh, you know what, this teacher is not for my child. We gotta switch. Get with your counselor. Get with Ms. Rios. Get with a good counselor. Ms. Rios, this teacher's not vibing. She's not speaking good things into my child. We have to become maniacally focused about our children and who speaks into their lives. So I'm gonna tell you something. Many will not recognize your assignment. Sometimes part of your divine assignment is your, is, is your if, you, if you have children, that's part of your divine assignment. Oh, Jesus. And I love these computers, I love them. Give me my facial recognition, this is not the iPhone. Give it to me. All right, amen. Many will not recognize your assignment, they will not have room for it. Another point, God allowed Jesus to be born in one of the most unideal conditions so we as people would understand that no matter how horrible our upbringing, no matter what kind of trauma we experienced as a child, we are born with an assignment that will impact others. Here's my point, you grew up molested. You grew up poor, you grew up in one of the worst environments. You grew up rich but your parents weren't present. What God is saying, when he had Jesus born in a manger, born with animals right around him, what he was saying is the savior of the world, if he can be born in an unideal place, be in an unideal environment, you can too. Remember that. Number 14, your star will be seen. Your assignment will be seen by others from far away, like a star in the night. So Matthew 2 and 2, it says, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. Well, what are you saying? There are people that when you let the world know because you're convinced about your assignment, there are people that are going to finance your dream. Well, what do you mean, Marcus? What I mean is, Y'all are thinking money, I'm talking favor. I'm talking them putting their name out there, their name in the hat, or their favor in the hat, and saying, you know what? I need to give Kiki that promotion. And you don't, you've never even met him, Kiki. But your reputation precedes itself because you've already done the work. Yeah, that's, that's what it's talking about. God will bring the right people to you. This is why you should always talk about your dream. Once you're convinced of your dream, you need to be talking about it. People need to know about it. In this day and age, you got social media. You don't think, I'm gonna tell you, Lorenzo, I bet he's beating back customers. Why? He's letting the world know. He's putting his stuff on Craigslist. He's, he's putting stuff, I would assume, on Facebook. But he is announcing to the world, 
part of my divine assignment. Y'all don't realize that a brother who loves the Lord is now steam cleaning your car. That's the key. This is why you should talk about your dream. Selvin, I'm being honest. I want you to be on social media. I want you to open up multiple locations. I do. Cheryl, I need you to be the next CEO of your business unit, whatever that is, super duper senior vice president. Why? We need more people like you that are saved and understand divine assignments of other people that what you approve on a loan package could help some other children that you've never even met. Do y'all see where I'm going? I need my buddy that's Indiana, Ohio playing baseball. Is it Indiana? Indiana. I need y'all, we getting ready to send him a care package. You know why? That brother is serious about the Lord. He loves the Lord. I want to help him. I'm asking his parents for his address so we can send him some stuff. Here is my point. Your silence is keeping you poor. And I'm not talking about money. Sometimes I'm talking about encouragement. Y'all, do you think it was, it wasn't by happenstance that Eric, Pastor Eric Anderson wanted everybody to let everybody else know what their career is? No. My sister right here was a teacher. She wouldn't have been able to give me insight on my son's current situation. And I ain't going to tell you that because we own this being recorded. But it was insight that she gave me. I just love when you announce what you're doing. You allow people to help. You don't think I've asked Miss Rios, what do you think about this? as I'm going to talk to juveniles, what she's sharing with me. You've got to announce to others that your star, it's here. I'm being honest, guys. The business of you sharing with people what you're doing is necessary. All right, go to number 15. Hide your assignment until it is time. So this is in reverse what I just told you. You hide your assignment until it is time, there are some people who are out to kill your assignment. If Mary had a went back to her city, if Mary had a went back after Jesus was born, Herod was ready to kill them. He was ready to kill Jesus. And he said, you know what, since I don't know who, what Jesus looks like and I know that they're hiding, they're running, guess what, I'm going to just kill all the boys of a certain age and below. So my, my, my... <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. Hide your assignment until it is time. Because some of y'all aren't ready for the world to know what your vision is. You haven't done enough studying yet. I want you to think about this. And, 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 and Lorenzo, please don't think I'm picking on you. I'm just using him as an example because I know that he did opposite. What if Lorenzo had told everybody, you know what? I'm about to be, I'm about to go into business for myself and this is what I'm going to do, but hadn't done any studying, any vetting of the market. Because he hadn't solidified what his assignment was, he probably would have had some boys who thought they were doing him good, but said, man, Doc, don't do that. Don't do that. Man, that ain't going to work out. But they're hating because they never pursued their dreams, so they don't want Lorenzo pursuing his. 
My point is, is that you've got to hide your assignment until it is time. Until you've hung out with some Elizabeths that support your dream, hide your dream until you are convinced that it's your dream. Amen? All right, so I hope that helps. These are 1 through 15. I hope it helps you understand your divine assignment. Some of y'all need to go into business for yourself. Some of you are doing it the way I am, which is I got a corporate America job and I got these other consulting jobs as well. Some of you do not need to ever go into business for yourself. Let me say that. You're not disciplined enough. See, that's real talk. That's Elizabeth talking to you. My name's Marcus, but just I'm the, wearing the hat of Elizabeth. Your, your divine assignment ain't to go into business for yourself. You're not disciplined enough. You got a family. <laughs> What's it gonna look like if I just drop my job from corporate America and say, all right, babe, I'm pursuing my dream. I'm gonna be a motivational speaker. She would look at me and say, fool, and she would have a right. Fool, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Are you crazy? You better get, you better call. <laughs> You better call the, the, you better call them back. You didn't quit, did you? You didn't submit that resignation letter yet, did you? You didn't hit send. My point is, whatever your assignment is, have some Elizabeths that give you that tough talk, that real talk. Because outside of your comfort zone, that's where growth is, but it's also outside of your comfort zone when you're not covered in safety. That's where it also is the most risk. So I hope that that reached you. I hope that touched you. Please share that, um, this message. It'll be on um, all, the, all the social media platforms soon. I hope again it touched you. Remember, each and every one of us was put on this earth for at least one divine assignment, at least one. A lot of us have multiple, but I'm just sharing this with you. You've got to follow the blueprint of Mary to understand your divine assignment. Amen. Thank you for listening. Join us each Sunday at 9.30 a.m. at The Overlook, located in Atascacita, Texas. Visit us online at www.globaloutreachcc.org. Remember, your life matters because it matters to Christ.